As many of you know, this week, brothers and sisters, our archdiocese announced that we are embarking on a new strategic plan for the future of what our archdiocese will look like uh, called All Things New. Many of you probably got emails about it earlier in the week or saw something in the review or saw something on the news about it. And I know when a lot of us hear the word strategic plan, we think that it's a bunch of corporate speak. Uh, And Lord knows every diocese has its fair share of that. Uh, But what we're about to do as an archdiocese is very significant, in fact. And Father Schrader and I wanted to preach to you this weekend about what we are going to do and really about why we are doing it. All Things New is a dramatic rethinking of how the church in St. Louis is going to operate. And it is geared towards how our local church will function and what it will look like 50 to 75 years from now. It is about as long-term as you are going to get. Uh, It's going to take a number of years to implement and to flesh out. And arguably, brothers and sisters, it will probably mark the most dramatic changes to our local church in our lifetime. And it's not, I don't think it's a coincidence that it is launching on this weekend where we just heard Jesus give the people of his hometown some news they didn't want to hear. Uh, And they obviously tried to throw him off the cliff that the town had been built, and hopefully that isn't a precursor of what you will do to your priests uh, over the next few years. Um, Just, you know, a happy little coincidence there. Um, So why are we doing this as a local church? Why are we embarking on a new strategic plan? Well, brothers and sisters, the purpose of every parish, every school, and and the purpose of every archdiocese is to bring Christ to the people of God. Our purpose is not in providing a good education or running hospitals as good and as wonderful and as awesome as those things are. All of those things are important, but they are at the service of the proclamation of the gospel to the world. Everything that we try to do here at Incarnate Word is geared toward that mission. And the way that our archdiocese is structured and has been structured for the better part of a century is probably starting to get in the way of that, in fact. So we like to say we're closer to 2050 than we are to 1950 at this juncture. Many of the structures that we have in place are built with 1950 in mind rather than with 2050 in mind. So many of our structures are not as effective in bringing Christ to our people here each week. And so we need to do a better job of that. So how do we know that we need to maybe do this? I would argue that there are three reasons Three reasons why we are going about doing this. The first of which is that there aren't as many Catholics in the archdiocese as what there once were. In 2021, our Catholic population dropped below half a million for the first time since the 1960s. Every parish has seen sharp declines in mass attendance, baptisms, and weddings in the past 20 years. And it's not just a COVID thing. It's been going on for a long period of time. A combination of a lot of different things, people having less children, lack of religious practice, uh, have all kind of contributed to this. And even within that, our population in St. Louis has shifted from maybe the city to the outer suburbs. And so many of the resources that our archdiocese offers are not where our people are. Our institutions no longer reflect these changes. The second of which would be a decline in priestly vocations. We have not seen the bulk of the priest shortage yet in our archdiocese. It ha- it, it's not going to really hit us hard until about 10 to 15 years from now. We have a lot of priests that are in their 60s and 70s, and so the next decade to two decades, 
in particular, will hit us rather hard. A lot of retirements coming up. But I would argue the biggest need and the most important need for why we are going about with all things new is that we are in desperate need of a renewed approach to evangelization in our parishes and in our archdiocese. So many people have received the sacraments and sort of gone through the Catholic motions, but God no longer plays a meaningful role in their lives. That is a very big problem. You and I probably know more Catholics who don't go to Mass than the number of Catholics that do. And again, up until this point, we haven't really had a plan to equip the priests and also the laity of our archdiocese to be able to do something about that. And I think this problem is beautifully epitomized in a story that one of my priest friends told at a diocesan meeting a few weeks ago. He's a pastor of a parish, and a dad in his school came up to him once and was just having a conversation with him. And this dad said, you know, Father, I'm not Catholic. My wife is, and our kids go to the school here. And he said, what, during Lent, we love to go to fish fries all around the archdiocese. We go fish fry hopping every year, as many of us will probably do over the course of this Lent. And he said, we go to fish fries all the time. He said, I've been to dozens of them, but I have never once been asked, do you go to church? Never once have I been asked, are you Catholic? Do you want to become Catholic? Never once has anyone asked to pray with me. Again, I think this epitomizes the need for a renewed approach to evangelization. Our institutions and our structures need to be at the purpose of that rather than just providing people a great meal on a Friday in Lent. Again, as wonderful as those fish fries are. We need our institutions to be geared toward evangelization. And so some of those things, yes, are kind of in the way of that and they need to be retooled. We need to have that restructuring. So what happens next? Well, beginning on March 2nd, which is Ash Wednesday, beginning March 2nd, for, continuing for about a month, we are asking every Incarnate Word parishioner to take what is called the Disciple Maker Index Survey. We'll have more information about it in the next few weeks about how to take it. It's a survey that measures religious practice as well as the effectiveness of what we are trying to do here at Incarnate Word. Our thought is if you have received the Sacrament of Confirmation, you should take the survey. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to do. And the Archdiocese will take the results of that survey along with other data that they have and develop preliminary models of what our Archdiocese will look like. Later this fall, we will have the chance to look at those models and listen to your feedback on them in October and November when every parish will host two different listening sessions to hear your feedback on the models and we can all look at how those models will affect our parish. This, uh, in, the models will then be refined and then next spring, on May 28th, Pentecost Sunday, Archbishop Rosansky will decide which model to implement for our local church. Again, hearing this, I know, understandably makes a number of us nervous, just hearing these terms thrown together, maybe even anxious or a little bit upset. And the best way to deal with anxiety or fear of the future, brothers and sisters, isn't to start rumors, and it isn't to go ranting about it on Facebook. If COVID has taught us one thing, I hope it is that. That that is not a productive way to go about dealing with fear of the future. We must go to the Lord. That is where we must go. And I would argue the thing that has me most hopeful about this entire initiative is that all of it, and the, big, the biggest emphasis to us priests and to all of you, is unceasing prayer. Now, I know some of you might say, well, Father, what difference does prayer make? That attitude's out there, sure. 
but it's wrong. And it's frankly a little sad to hear because prayer means everything for us as Catholics. Sure, if we embark on something like this without the inspiration of prayer, yes, it's doomed to failure. But brothers and sisters, we know that with God's grace and providence with us, inspiring what we do, we will get to where God wants us to be. Prayer is absolutely essential to everything we do in our Catholic faith. It makes all the difference. We truly believe this. If prayer is our guiding light and the compass of this journey, no matter the storms that might be ahead of us, we will get to where God needs us to be. And brothers and sisters, that is what we should want more than anything. We should want what God wants for us rather than what we might want for ourselves. In short, it is very difficult to surrender in that stage, to surrender to what God might want for us rather than what we might want for ourselves and letting go of some things that we might have held dear for many, many decades. But I would argue, brothers and sisters, that that is the best way for us to participate in this process. That surrendering of our will to God's will. Because if all things are to be made new, it must begin in our own hearts. That is where it must begin. And just even ask God, Lord, where do I need to be made new? Where do I need to surrender for your plan for me? And at the risk of sounding like JFK, we need to move beyond asking what the church can do for us and go to where can I best serve the church? And how can I best help build up the kingdom of God? How, Lord, can I help spread your gospel to the world? That is the transformation that God wants all of us to have over these next few years. So today, brothers and sisters, and into the future, I invite you to pray for our local church here in St. Louis, that we might have hearts that are open to God's voice, that we might be people of unceasing prayer, of generosity, of giving our lives to the mission of the church, so that we can better proclaim the gospel to our families, to our community, and to our entire world.